You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to another episode of Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, Peter, joined this week by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Just me and Tom this week. Donnie's in the holidays, so we'll get stuck right in. The league top three, there's one change. Robbie Dempsey conquering lines moved to the top. I believe if he wins that, was that him won? He won the league two years in the trot? I think so, yeah. That's that's some going. But there's still weeks to go, so let's not get carried away. Right, we'll go to our points and rank. Uh, I had an absolutely terrible week this week. Absolutely dog shit, as I'm going to describe it as. 38 points, 2 for Gordon, 10 for Tavernier, nothing for Doig, nothing for Obelai, 6 for Golson, 1 for Ramsey, vice-captain vice Rogic won. Now, I can't be annoyed with that one because I was between Ramsey and Rogic as a vice-captain anyway, so it wouldn't matter how it landed. Uh, Jota, captain 12 Boyce, Henry Ramirez to a piece up front and nothing on the bench what about you Tom sorry my rank was down now to 364 um, so I got 59 points with a minus 4 um, in goals I had Strijic for nothing Tav got me 10 Doig got me nothing vice captain Juranovic got me 21 Obelai got me nothing in midfield Charles Cook got me 3 Ramsey got me one, Captain Yota 12, Abada 8, Ronan 2, and up front Sims got me two. I didn't miss out on anything on the bench. And okay. my rank is, I thought I had a good week, but it turns out people must have had a much better week. So I had a red arrow, and I'm down to 321 in the Mega League. When, I, when you sent me your me when you sent me your score, and when I looked at other scores coming in the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast, I knew we had two terrible weeks. Speaking of Half Hour Fantasy Podcast, uh, the results is online. You've seen it, everybody's in it knows what they've got. The draw is also online as well. That'll kick off the week after next because it's, it's cup week this week. Tom won't win it. Tom got knocked out in the first round. And I must be one of the luckiest people in the world. I get through with the lowest scoring points because Gunnar didn't update his team like he promised he would. So I went through with it, 38 points. So I'll take every little victory I can in the next round. Take it for there. Right. Results, Tom. Get the results and then we'll let you talk through. I've had an update on my laptop, by the way, so all my stuff is all over the place. I'm not used to it. It's quite <laughs> annoying. Right, so Saturday we had Aberdeen 1. Sorry, this is for the, the games prior to the split, so a lot on play these games. 
Aberdeen 0, Ross County 1, Celtic 7, St Johnson 0, the Dundee Derby 2 each, the Edinburgh Derby 3-1 Hearts, Livingston Motherwell 2 each, and on Sunday, St Mirren 0, Rangers 4. So over to you, Tom. OK, so uh start off with Aberdeen 0, Ross County 1. Uh, it was Hungbo with the penalty. He didn't start in this game. I know Donny's mentioned him in the past as a sort of cheaper version of Charles Cook. Um wasn't a great game this. There was only three shots on target the whole game and that, that's that's both teams combined. I think this kind of, you know, I was kind of humming and hawing about Aberdeen assets. You know, they're in the bottom half of the, the table now, but I'm, I'm, I'm really not interested in any Aberdeen at the minute. Um, County, I feel, are less appealing now that they're in the top six. Um, though they did have three clean sheets in the last five game weeks, which is uncharacteristic considering their season as a whole. Um, but these clean sheets were all against bottom half, bottom half opposition and they did concede against Hearts and Celtic. So probably looking to get off Ross County players. I don't know how you feel about that. Peter, what's your thoughts on Aberdeen and Ross County? Yeah, overall, I thought it was quite boring. The highlights were quite short. Aberdeen have surprised me that they've actually got steadily worse under Goodwin, I think. I don't think he's turning around since Glass has left. No. Ross County are just chugging away. And I think we discussed this last week. We're talking about top six, bottom six teams. I'm kind of glad Ross County's top six because I will not be having any other players in. I'll probably target them certain games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for says no, uh, we're not. We're not going. We'll just quickly discuss. We're not going to discuss a wild card yet because next week's podcast will be a wild card reveal. With three years doing it, so anything we see here, just tentatively, maybe just first thoughts, and we're not really all in. But I pressed the wild card button. And I've one Aberdeen player in my team that is. Right now, the only one player I've got is Ferguson. Saw that cut out there. Uh, that could possibly change another week ahead with training and pressers. Cup games come the weekend. We'll see what happens. Before I think the decisions, but as it stands, I've got one Aberdeen player, no Ross County players, and I'm yet to be convinced otherwise. Yeah, um, a more exciting game then. Celtic seven, St Johnston nil. Uh, we've seen goals from Hitati, Yakamakis, Maeda, Juranovic got a penalty. Uh, O'Reilly got two goals as he came on as a substitute, as did Abada. Well, Abada got one goal. Assist came from Taylor. Um, Yota assisted Maeda's goal. The Juranovic penalty was won by Hitati. Um, Turnbull and Juranovic assisted each one of O'Reilly's goals and Maeda assisted Abada's goal. So a lot going on there. Three, uh, as mentioned, he also won the penalty as well. Um, for most part of the season, particularly since uh, Christmas, the Celtic midfield, have, it's been hard to time. Um, I think you maybe just stick with one or two and then just, just run with it, really hamstring there. So it's possible that he may be out for a, a period of time. Um, Kyogo um, is obviously coming back from injury and Turnbull obviously came back as a, on as a substitute as well and he looked he looked fit too, so it, it makes things a bit more complicated for us. Obviously, Abad and O'Reilly came off the bench and uh, they did an excellent job as well. So I'm struggling to sort of nail two or three midfielders down at this minute. Um, in terms of St. Johnston, this isn't really a game to judge them on. Um, I still fancy them to, to do well uh, for the remainder of the season, uh, particularly post-split against what you'd perhaps argue as lesser opponents. What's your thoughts on Selick, Peter, and St. Johnston as well, obviously? 
So we'll start with St. Johnson first. I thought St. Johnson didn't start off terribly bad. I thought they'd their press set out and they looked okay. And even for the first goal, they looked okay. They looked like they were had a game plan. But once the second goal went in there, you see as a collective, their heads went down and it was over. So that hasn't put me off St. Johnson for the running. Because I still think they've got a lot to fight for. And I, I'm thinking, right, okay. They're playing Celtic. That was peak Angeball, let's be honest. It's probably one of the best fronts I've seen all season to Celtic. So I'm not going to totally judge them by that. I've still contemplated a few players I'm on the, the wild card. Celtic, I mean, other than you said, it's fine. I mean, it was great watching as a fan. But when you look at it and you look where all the points are coming from and you've seen them all spread about, I mean, I had Rogic and you think, right, Rogic looked great in the first half. He comes off at half time and he's got nothing. So one point. Hmm. Captain Jota, who looked crazy, looked great. We only had one assist in it. So, yeah. I, I know Donny mentioned last week about doubling up Celtic in the back, and I kind of do see his logic in it because it looks like the back five's nailed. Juranovic played Brown again. My only worry again is I would bring Juranovic in a wild card, and then he would start Ralston away to Rose County or something like that, and you're just. But I suppose if you've got the wild card, then you shouldn't have to worry about it because you should have enough on the bench to thingy situation. But Celtic going forward, I think you need to get nailed, especially with this last five games. You need to be nailed with all these players. So mm-hmm. depends who you want to go. Tentatively, my list now consists of Jackamakis if he's past fit, Furuhashi if Jabakis is not fit because the next year time, Maeda, Jota. I don't think he's Jake Abad is going to come back in. Do think he's done enough to get himself back in? Do you think he's going to still stick with Media and Jota? I think Media and Jota's nailed. I don't know. I think Abad has missed a lot of clear-cut chances. I think he had a couple of chances against Rangers that he squandered. And uh, I think there was one in this game that he squandered a bit as well. So I don't know. I think he's a bit out of favour at the minute. Just watching, I still think that he prefers Maeda and Jota and the wingers. I think so. Mm-hmm. At least in midfield. I mean, only one that's Definitely nailed, you would say, is McGregor. Yeah. Definitely nailed. So take that into consideration, guys, if you're doing your well card. But once again, if something go out and blitz somebody like that, you could, you could just want the right play at the right time and one half will do. I mean, same day they're Ireland, their team in the second half. I mean, happy no, days. You're laughing. But uh, they look good, but fantasy wise going forward, uh, apart from the back four, it's a bit of a minefield, I think, for picking for the last five games. I mean, you could always go with one of the, the lesser ones that are likely to start and just use the bench trick. That's certainly a possibility. But McGregor hopefully gets in a, a goal for somewhere. Maybe like O'Reilly or something like that. Have him just stick him on your bench every week and have your non-playing oh, player there. I feel that's like a waste of Celtic. It's a bit of a waste of a Celtic, yeah. Just a suggestion. I know, I know. But there's plenty. Of, I mean, if you turn around each well done, and you could have your around each and Taylor, and you'd have a clean sheet and assist each, wouldn't you? So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. Kyogo th- throws a bit of a spanner in the watch works as well because. Well, we we'll we'll see it, how it goes in the semi final, I suppose. Cause yes. A question the, on that later as well. I mean, if Kyogo starts off front and he plays well, then you think he's back in and he's nailed. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what kind of. If Jamak has went off with any sort of hamstring, maybe he's not a tear. You think at least two or three weeks before he comes back. I think he might be done for the season, but you'll find out this weekend, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out when he's if he's not in the squad at all or what. That'll that'll be a big indicator for us, definitely. Um, Dundee Derby then two two Dundee United uh, Clark goal assist from Graham and also Charlie Mulgrew uh, for Dundee FC. We had a goal from Charlie Adam 
um, and a Danny Mullen. Danny Mullen also assisted Charlie Adams' goal. Um, Clark has started the last five for Dundee United. Um, he's had two goals and two assists in that time. Though United have finished in the top six, so that is a bit of a, a downside. Um, Ross Graham, he's only been playing games for United since game week 23. Obviously got the assist in this game. Uh, that's 11 games in total. He's had two dub- double-digit hauls of 11 in that time. He's also had a score of eight and two of six, so that's not bad um, for anyone that's wanting to go to, for a differential. But again, top six finished. They're going to have to come up against Celtic Rangers, Hearts. Not going to be easy. Uh, looking at the other half of Dundee, um, Charlie Adam, he's shown some recent form, having been fairly anonymous throughout most part of the season. He's had three assists in his last two games, so he may come good, but I don't know. Maybe something to keep an eye on. Danny Mullen, I quite like Danny Mullen. Um, I've mentioned him in the previous podcast. 4.5 million strikers, nice and cheap. Uh, his last six game weeks, he's had four goals and two assists, and that's 36 points, which is almost half his total of 68 for the entire season. Um, and that includes a goal against Selic, a goal and assist against Hart. So it's not just a poor teams he's playing against. Um, he also, uh, Dundee also featured in the, the bottom half of the, the table as well. So some, some nice fixtures coming up. They've also, you know, I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a big ask to get out of that sort of bottom position, but it's still possible at the minute. Uh, with Yakimakis out, um, the front three could look something like Roof, Hendry and perhaps Mullen. Um, as the different as a sort of um, enabler there, but uh, a lot of us will probably have quite big budgets now, so maybe cash isn't an issue. Thoughts on the Dundee derby, Peter? Enjoyed the game. It was good to end stuff like a proper derby. Uh, fantasy wise, Spurry Dundee he finished top six. Good performance for them, but I'm not interested in any of their players, like you said, because no. of the who they're playing. Dundee more intrigued with Mullen. I think we mentioned this in the chat. Mullen's a good a good shout. I think he could be between Mullen and Henry. If you wanted to kind of go for your two, like you said, depending on who you fancy them, who you fancy to stay up. Charlie Adam again, maybe he's now rolling the sleeves up. It's relegation time, it's the time he's got to stand up. He's got the experience. Can he do it? It could be two different differentials. You want to try to get up your leagues or try to make a difference in the league, I suppose, if you if you fancy Dundee to get up. I believe their first game is... Where is it? Yeah. It's a Dundee versus Johnson. So that's the first game yeah. after the split. So Win that and it's it's on a little bit there. Win it? that and it's on. You could have won a watch if you pick the right players. If they could beat Austin Johnson at home, then you think it's pretty much all, but all done and dusted because it's a bit of hard task to come back for that. Mm-hmm. Depends how they react with the pressure off the way you start playing good football. You don't know. The players can react in different ways, I suppose. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Wait a minute, Tom. Yeah. So Hearts 3, Hibs 1, uh, Andy Halliday got a brace and Kingsley also got a goal. Assist came from Barry Mackay and Peter Heron. Uh, Hibs, consolation goal uh, from Dre Wright. Assist came from Harry Clark. I'd say Barry Mackay's probably been the most consistent of the, the Hearts players. Over the last eight game weeks, he's had two goals and five assists. Um, with Boyce and Sims being fairly underwhelming um, recently, I think he's probably the man to go for. Um, Kingsley, I think he's also a nice option uh, for a defender. He's had two goals in his last five. Um, 
providing double-digit returns of 10 and 16. Um, I think Hearts still offer a threat in the top six. They've got opposition like Dundee United, Ross County and Motherwell. However, um, they have secured that third spot quite easily and so their motivation may drop. Uh, a plus point is they do play Rangers in the last game week of the season. So depending on the state of the league, they may play a week inside if uh, Giovanni decides to go for sort of fringe players and youngsters and give them some game time. So not too bad for Hearts. Hibbs in the bottom half is appealing. However, they lack goals and a drop in defensive form is a concern as well. Um, Harry Clark, he's had one goal and one assist in his last two games. So that maybe means he's going to retain his spot in the, the, the start in 11. And at 2.6 million, he is cheap and he is quite an enabler. He's a bit of an enabler as well. Peter? Yep, Hearts won this one, I think, quite comfortable overall. I think they look the most superior team. They do look by far and above easily the third best team in the league. There's nowhere anywhere near them. Uh, I, I agree with you. I think I would stick on Hearts assets. Had them. I, I wouldn't be too fussed. The, the, the top six is broke kind of kindly for them. The teams there they should probably beat, apart from maybe Southern Rangers, and one of them they've got one of them they've got at home as well. So they probably still fans their chances regardless. I don't see them letting up. Maybe I think to look out for would be how what happens this weekend with the cup semi final because that would be like if Hearts win, and I fully mm-hmm. expect them to win, then they're fighting for places right up to the final. So everybody every shot's up for grabs, I suppose, and we'd all be fighting for it. If they lose, it could be another it could be another effect. Maybe still want to make amends and finish the season quite well. Hibs, I mean, they look the standout team in the bottom six going well. You should back them, but they're too Jekyll and Hyde. There's not. Yeah. I mean, I had Doig. He's clearly gone the wild card. Clark's a good enabler, he said, because he's so cheap and he could sit him as that tough choice defender. Again, I always get to see what happens this weekend and see how Hibs actually get on. I've not been really impressed by Maloney. I'm surprised. I thought he'd be a decent coach. Okay, he's only in the door. Maybe got a full summer, but. I think it will be a baptism of fire quite quickly next year as they start the season off well. Yeah. The thing with Hearts as well is they've not been too bad against Selic this season as well. I think um, Selic only managed to beat them two one and one nil over the last two games, so could could be could be close in that fixture as well. So I think Hearts are still a decent option. Um, looking at the next fixture, then we've got Livingston two, Motherwell two. Uh, goals for Livingston from Odin Bailey and uh, Alan Forrest which was assisted by uh, Devlin for Motherwell. Goals came from Slattery and Lamy. Um, Forrest had a bit of a purple patch of six game weeks not too long ago where he got three goals and two assists. And this has been the first goal uh, in a wee while. Previously, he's had four blanks. However, three out of those four were tough half opponents. Um, and the other one was against St. Johnson, who uh, prior to the, the gubbin off Selic had been in, in decent form. So he may still be a nice wild card option. And again, another cheap one, um, another cheap enabler there as well. Otherwise, I'd probably say there isn't really any Livy players that are appealing. Bruce Anderson still isn't in the squad. So I think it's probably going to be a while before we see him. Perhaps maybe not uh, maybe not see him the rest of the season. In terms of Motherwell, they just managed to sneak into the, the top half of the, the table. I think that does take away the appeal from Van Veen, who's probably been the sort of talisman. Um, so far this season. Other than that, I wasn't really considering any other Motherwell assets. But uh, Peter, would you, do, you, do you think different? No, I agree with Motherwell, Tom. I, I think 
if now they finish top six, I've lost real interest in them. If somebody wants to go for a goalkeeper or maybe Van Veen, then fair enough, that's a wee differential for yourself. Livingston bottom six, happy with that. It's a pity we haven't got Anderson to pick from, I suppose. Forrest's a good shout. I don't mind the keeper either. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, the, their favourites for the bookies to finish top of the bottom six. Right. The bookies aren't normally wrong, so if you're going to go by the odds of that, then maybe one or two Livingston players in your wild card wouldn't be the worst way to go. Maybe a defender or a goalkeeper or a forest, like you said. Yeah. Nothing different. Uh, Obelai's been good this season, but he's kind of went off the boil recently, so... I prefer the two fullbacks now because Devlin's a fullback. Yeah. I think he's more attacking and gets more interception points. I think he'd be a better move, sideways move, fullback if. And he's also a bit cheaper as well now. Plus, he's back the money, fullback. Yeah. And that leads us on to our final fixture St. Mirren nil, Rangers 4. Uh, Roof got a hat trick in this game. Aribo got the fourth goal. An assist came from Kent to have and right. Uh, Ramsey was off at half time. Not great for my team. Um, Rangers still in Europe I wouldn't expect to see rotation uh, Bassey was also uh, he wasn't even in the squad for this game so that may be a rest or possible injury we'll have to wait and see um, Roof seems assured of starts with Morelos out until the end of the season um, so I think he's probably the way to go I think probably him and Tav are probably going to be the two stalwarts that will remain in my, my team post wildcard um, other than that I did go Ramsey this week. I'm starting to flip-flop a little bit on him. If he's going to be hooked at half-time, then that is that is going to be a concern. Um, your thoughts on Rangers and uh, St. Mirren, Pierre? Start with some in quickly. No thoughts on them at all. No interest in any no. of the assets. I think, in, I think they're in for I'm kind of annoyed that first game is done, uh, Dundee St. Johnson. I liked that a bit later on because then I think Dundee St. Mirren could have been sucked in even more. If you know what I mean with the whole bottom three, Rangers, like you said, I think it's just rotation because they're still in Europe. As soon as they scored that first goal, and either or second goal, either looked easy peasy. They started making subs, getting players off, rest them. Totally understandable. You expect that to have a big game coming up on Thursday night for them. Uh, Tav is another move for my team. He's still going to be there. Roof, I think, is the second option as well. If he's nailed, if he's if he was anywhere near not being nailed, the hat trick just nails him for the rest of the season. I think, mm-hmm. and. Third spot. There's a question on this later, so I'll wait to that about my third ranger spot. Somebody's mentioned about captain choice not and stuff, and we'll get to that. Because I'm I'm thinking anyway, I'll discuss it later. I'm gonna we'll get to get to I'm gonna be stopped too quick. Now you finished? Yep. Right, okay. So we'll go to I'm ready to mention the wild cards next week, so I'll put a question. Right, first up is from which is updating itself now as well because of that. Brian, please attack. With Charles Cook having not secured since game week 28, not scored, sorry, and Ross County reaching the top six, is it time to cash in on the near two million profit and bin him? Also, despite the recent good form, does it, St John's annihilation at hands of Celtic put you off him? I'll start first here, Tom. Let me mention the Charles Cook situation. I think Ross County finishing top six makes him an asset you don't want. I would personally bank the money and move elsewhere. And with St John's question, me personally, I'm not putting poor them. I still think there is enough one or two players in that squad could help you with the fixtures coming ahead. What's your thoughts, Tom? Um, firstly, with Ross County, yes, I think it's time. He's not really done a lot in most the most recent game weeks. Um, we've made a big profit on him. I think it's time to, to cash in. Um, as you mentioned, Ross County, top six, so 
they're going to have to face Celtic. They're going to have to face Rangers. Hearts are not looking too badly either. So it doesn't leave leave a lot of opportunity. In terms of St. Johnston, I'm not put off at all. Um, you can't judge them. It's Celtic are, are top of the league just now. Uh, they're, they're a very attacking team. They've got a very strong bench. And um, they've definitely excelled against uh, tired legs towards the end. Now that St. Johnston are in the bottom half, they're going to be coming up against bottom half teams. Uh, and prior to that game, they were they were well informed in terms of defence and Hendry as uh, the sort of focal point there. He's been very consistent recently. Lots of goals. Average, I think he's averaging about a goal a game. Um, you can't really argue with that. Okay. Next, we've two questions from Scoosh. 2605. Scoosh is the current reigning and defending half-hour hoops, half-hour fantasy podcast cup champion. He got through the first round as well, so he's still in it. First up, use wild card or not, Tom? Um, this game week, this coming game week, yes, yes, yes. get the uh, most okay. out of it. Yeah, and we discussed it last week. You get the most out of it. You get two, three transfers on the on the back end anyway. So, with that second game being the old firm, whether you fancy you can go a certain way after it if you want to change your team up. And like Tom said, you need to get the most out of it. You need to do it now, I think. And his second question was. What teams would you look to select players from and what ones would you avoid? I top six, bottom six teams enough to play for like Aberdeen, Hearts, Hibs. The teams seem to such a state with St. Johnston Dundee. And I don't want to go into too much detail because we're going to kind of do this next week because we're going to discuss why we got, how we got to our thoughts. But do you can agree with what you're saying there roughly? Um, what, what was the last bit, sorry? Teams are starting to play for like a Dundee, St. Johnston over teams are starting to play for like a Hearts, Hibs. Not Hibs, Hibs, Aberdeen. Um, I'd, I'd, yeah, I mean, I, I remember um, watching an interview a while ago and it was from, I think it was a Motherwell player and they were saying even even though there's only like a small difference in sort of prize money depending on where you finish in the table, that sort of small amount of money for, for teams that generally finish lower in the league is still quite a lot. I mean, it can be a full wage for someone working in the, I feel that year's wage for someone working in the ticket office. So the teams don't tend to sort of take their foot off the gas too much. I mean, those that play FPL will be familiar with the term on the beach um, when sort of teams are, are guaranteed to finish middle of the table. I don't think that quite applies as much in Scottish football just because there's not as much money there. So I think even teams that don't have a lot to play for, if there's a sort of a talismanic type player, that's it's got good form. I don't think you need. I don't think you should ignore that. Okay. And the last question is from Melvino. Melvino sixty eight. What is your captain and dice captain strategy post split? The old firm play each other and Hearts. So it's a case of targeting perhaps a bottom six fixtures. We'll start with you, Tom. What was that, sorry? Okay, let's start again, man. Let's up. What is your captain and vice-captain strategy post-split? The old firm play each other and hearts. So is it a case of targeting perhaps the bottom six fixtures? Um, I, I, I think I play it on a, a game-week-by-game-week basis. I think I'd probably still be sticking with Celtic and Rangers assets, um, particularly whilst the league's not mathematically won yet. Um, also, Rangers do play hearts the last game-week of the season, so depending on how it, things sit, well, it may be a, a weakened Rangers team, so that's maybe a, a, a time to sort of avoid then. But on a the whole, I think 
mostly Celtic and Rangers, but if there's certain players showing form, then I, I don't think you have to be very rigid. Obviously, when they play each other in the, the second game after the split, then you may want to take a punt that week. That's that's certainly a way to go. Right, my thoughts are, this is going to be top of on. It's a big week for Rangers coming up, Thursday and Sunday. It's a big week for their season, so if Rangers could get knocked out of Europe on Thursday and they'll get beat in the Cup on Sunday, I think there'll be a lot of unrest in that dressing room, so I would be probably more inclined to think they might drop more points after that, and I would be coming off them. But if they win on Thursday, and if they win on Sunday in the Cup, they'll be buoyant. Their first game's got a good game, because who is it that's... Uh, I'll check here. It is Motherwell away from home. Not, not the worst fixture. So, wild cards and face captains and captains also will discuss that more in depth next week. But I'm more inclined to wait to see how Rangers got in this week because I think a lot will depend on how the end of their season can go. Mm-hmm. And what Tom says, as long as the league's, as long as the league's alive, then I'll be backing them. But that's two weeks in, and you're going to be you have a lot. You'll know a lot after this this the last game in Celtic Park, the last Glasgow derby. You know a lot after that where where your team goes and who to back. I think because then you have a lot of, a lot of unanswered questions being answered by that point. Mm-hmm. Right, that is us with the questions. Not going to do captains, vice captains, and transfers, Tom. But we'll save that for next week. We're doing a wild card next week, so what I will do is I will, will, I will quickly run through the first round of fixtures and we'll see an early thoughts for it right and then that's it I've once again my computer I can't get it right so two weeks time we've got Aberdeen Livingston Dundee St Johnson big game St Mernon Hibs Motherwell Rangers Ross County Celtic and Dundee the Hearts so just on that but looking at that to me I'm thinking right the league's, the league's on still so Rangers and Celtic way for home you'd think they're two teams and Dundee St Johnson is a big game at the bottom so that's the few games I've got my eye on as it stands. What about yourself? Um, I, I, think it, I think it depends on what, ha- what players are fit this weekend. I think the, the cup game against Silicon Rangers will, will kind of give us a, an idea of what the sort of strongest start in 11 is. There's a lot of sort of questions where we still want an answers from, from the St. Johnston game in terms of Yakamakis, Furuhashi. Um, obviously, O'Reilly had a great game. Is that enough for him to get into the starting eleven? Um, but for for me, I'm probably I'm probably still going to target Celtic and, and Rangers. You, can, you can't really ignore that roof hat trick. Um, so that that is another factor that's sort of playing in my head just now. Plus, I believe anybody that's still engaged in the game who's a wild card. Well, I've also noticed that roof hat trick. So we're playing ownership numbers. Next That's week, right. the first week when Abby's got roof, either a vice captain, or at least in the squad, so something to look out for. And as well, I imagine Celtic, if you're hashy, early team news or whatever, and he's playing, then we'll have to consider a wild card as well. Mm-hmm. I'm interested next week without our wild card. I think it's going to become quite templated, quite quick, I think. At the start, anyway. Yeah. People might, people might transfer out it after the first week, but I think it'll be quite templated. So, anyway, mm-hmm. we'll that next week. So, you get any plugs, Tom, before we go? Yeah. Uh, no, just um, at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. That's right, I'm, I'm Fantasy Half and Donny Seven. We're all back next week. Doing a wild card reveal. I'm not going to say it's set in stone, but we'll be set in stone as well at that point, I suppose. And once yeah. again, half our Fantasy Cup, the draw is online. We'll be able to see this week after. So don't think it's set into this week. It happened a couple of weeks ago. People were thinking it was Game Week 32. Game Week 34 is the next round, and we'll take it for there. 
Once again, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and we'll see you down the road. Say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye for me. Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.